Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution and welcome to episode 100 of 2019. I can't believe it's been 100 episodes. There's so many things that have happened uh, from January when I started, obviously, uh, until now. And this is the last day of November before it hits December. But man, if, if you've been listening for a while, I, I, I just want to say thank you. Uh, thank you for, for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, you know, a lot of my, my family and friends l- listen to this and it's very funny. You know, it's, I, I don't, I don't expect that. And it's so weird. Um, because when you start a podcast, it is, it is very difficult. Um, because on, on some level you have to start off and say, Hey, you know what? I've got important shit to say and people should hear me. And that, that was very difficult for me to reconcile. And there were a couple different reasons why, why I wanted to do this, but kind of the, the exact thing that I want to have happen because I'm doing a podcast or, or the reason why I started it is actually coming to fruition is because now each one of these podcasts that I have is specifically titled. I, I keep them short. So I, I know the main points I can go back through now these 150 episodes and be able to point out different things to different people. And, you know, people ask me questions, go back and I can say, hey, go back to episode this because I know exactly what's in that episode and what we discuss. And it's it really is a, a whole lot of fun. So being here at episode 100 is, is really, really great. And then the other part of this is as far as episode 100 is tomorrow, I get to go on a flight and go back to South Korea. And uh, I always lo- love going to, to Korea. And, uh, you know, huge thanks to Chief Master Sergeant Adam Vizi. And his boss, Colonel Gonzalez, the leadership team for 51st Fighter Wing for having me out. So I get to teach my CAPE concepts to Osan Air Base and Kunsan Air Base. So I'm, I'm really excited for the opportunity just to, okay, just to be around a whole lot of military people again. But this is people that, for the most part, I don't know that I'm going to teach. And they've never been around me. And they wouldn't necessarily know me one way or the other. And so... You know, as I'm as I'm going through and I'm refining my my courses, the course flow and content that I've been planning on, making some of this stuff at least a two day course, I'm trying trying to revise into one day. And so, in order to do that, I sent ahead uh, sent ahead some some pre reads, right? So, hey, here's some of these websites I want you to check out. Here's some of the personality tests I want you to take. Here's some of the cool TED talks, and we'll just start there. And we'll knock out some of that stuff ahead of time so that way we don't have to go through it during class. You know, but then again, that's tough for me because I don't know if people are going to do it. I would absolutely hope that they would uh, just so we can, again, build and shape that common vernacular and our understandings of being right and wrong and our understandings of leadership and why and our understandings of our reason for being, you know, and so I just I want them to understand some of these words and phrases but as I'm going through this and I've, I'm going through and I'm kind of refining the schedule here and there and making more time for classes here, less time for classes there. But again, just trying to have more time where we can have conversation. And so trying to shape that out right now. But as I'm building my intro slides, because this is so condensed, um, man, it's, it's really tough. And, and I'm tr- kind of... I haven't been struggling, but the past like five days that I've been building my slides or reworking my slides uh, to make them fit into this new one day construct is how, number one, why are people there? 
Number two, why am I there to teach the people there? And number three, what are their specific takeaways? And so I'm focusing on a lot about that. And then in my mind, I'm also going, okay, what are their expectations of me? Even though they would have no expectations of me. At best, according to my rationale, all they would have is, at best, an anticipation of me. But more than likely, an assumption of me. What I was going to do, what I was going to teach, how I was going to teach it, how long the days were going to be, how long lunch was going to be, blah, blah, blah. And again, going forward, and that's kind of what I want to lead with, is that, hey, you know, walking into this, you probably had some expectations of me. But I'm here to tell you they weren't expectations. And that, that shapes some of the conversation. But then specifically, you know, to talking to them uh, about everything that, that I've studied and why, why I built these classes together. And it, it kind of it goes back to, you know, I'm there not because anything that they're doing is wrong. Or I don't believe, you know, leaders the world over are doing things wrong. Absolutely not. I just believe that this is something that they can do better. They can communicate more. They can shape cultures better, you know. And so, and it's and it's odd because when I when I go when I when I go through this, like like none of this is intended, you know, that I go through is to point out um, any errors or perceived errors inside the, their organizations, or you know, not there to point out breakdowns or whatever chain of command that they may have. These are just some of my thoughts that I've, I guess, been able to capture over the past few years. And they've helped me find success by understanding some of the commonalities um, around different people, accounting for them, you know, seeking input for them and moving forward with, with success. And so what, what I mean by that is, you know, we are all different people with different beliefs, different backgrounds, different opinions, different answers, different ideas, different perspectives, different specialties, different pet peeves. Uh, different home lives, you know, different personal lives, different uh, successes, different failures, different goals, different dreams, different desires, and different end states. So, so how, how do we work with all that? The way that I think that we work with all that is, again, to find those commonalities and figure out what are some of the foundational concepts that everyone can apply? How can we build a culture of communication and not not passing information, but communicating expectations? And how can we do this so everybody can find success? And again, so they can go home happy at the end of the day, knowing my five key things, they did what they could with what they had at that time, regardless of the circumstances whether they want to or not, you know, and in, in order to do that, you know, I, I think going through my Cape concept is going to help shape that because I, I guess kind of, kind of four, four different things here is that I think I, I can teach them these ways so that a, they can do things better. B, they can do things with greater results. C, they can build a more positive culture uh, and or D, all of the above. And I really hope it's D. And so it is, it is so much fun 
to to put this together and I'm so excited for this opportunity to have a whole day to teach like the senior uh, unit leadership at both Osan and Kunsan and, and you know and if the, the cool thing is if somebody in each class hears one thing thinks about one thing a little bit differently and even if they disagree with me but if I just get them to think about one thing differently I think I will have found success and that one thing is going to make them better than they were the day before but I, I think I can give them a lot of different things and I think I can shape some of these cultures and perspectives and understandings that that I think is going to help their lives and again I think it's going to create better dudes and more awesome chicks and oh man it's just it's just going to be fun you know and then just so much of this is talking about shared in common vernacular uh, you know I've been talking about the MVP 3G I've talked about benefit of the doubt you know, what exactly is benefit of the doubt and how do we give benefit of the doubt? And, you know, what is unexpected non-experience and all of these different things. So, yeah, I just, I just, just super excited for this opportunity. Have a, have a long ass flight tomorrow, <laughs> you know, two long flights in, in, in one week. But, uh, but getting to see, you know, my, my old friends that, I, that I've known for years, Adam Vizi, that I've known since, uh, Whew, the day I got out of basic training back in October of 1994, and that's huge. And then my whole next door neighbor from New Jersey, Chief Master Sergeant Phil Hudson, who's the Seventh Air Force Command Chief, you know, getting to to hang out with them for a couple nights. And they're actually, I think, the second uh, Leaders with Leaders podcast that I did on my YouTube channel. If you haven't gone there, check it out. It's uh, it's the three of us sitting around the table waxing philosophic about leadership and uh and really just having a a great time and so uh hopefully we can do another episode with them for the week that i'm there but i just kind of wanted to point point some of that stuff out uh your 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 takeaway for this podcast is all those things that i'd mentioned with the different people and different backgrounds and they see things differently they feel things differently they interpret situations differently. Some people have more or less emotion. All these things kind of combine to muddle our understanding of, I guess, the human experience. And, you know, this is all built and shaped to kind of help provide a roadmap for us to get through those <sighs> that uh, that dangerous jungle of confusion and uncertainty when it comes with dealing with other people. And I, I would also argue a little bit is that this could be, I think, um, more successful and or I think it's more imperative to teach this to our younger generation who's not used to human-to-human contact. And I don't mean that in, in, in any bad way. I'm not trying to, to judge people, you know, that, that are you know, even just 10 years younger than me. If you've always grown up with the internet, this is kind of the, the people that I'm talking to. If you've always grown up with mobile devices, these are the kind of people that I'm talking to because they just don't communicate this way anymore. And they're going to communicate with text 
And that's it. Like I, I look around my, my neighborhood and there's no kids playing outside. On the weekends, after school, no kids playing in, in the street. There's a time or two where I, where I see dads taking kids for bike rides, but that's it. My, my streets are empty of kids and they're, they're not playing. And again, this isn't bad. It's completely different than how I grew up. But again, they're not used to human interaction. They have a little bit at school, but they, they, you know, it's just easier. And again, I, I'd, I'd probably fall victim to that too. I, I know how much I still look at my phone right now. But shaping this environment, building a construct for communication and understanding, and perhaps, perhaps not understanding, but at least preventing misunderstanding right? I guess that's a a good way of seeing this as as well. But how do we know this? How do we interpret this? Oh, hold on. Car coming. Sorry. Those are the dangers of recording live while you're out in nature. Um, yeah, you know, and, but building, building that framework for people to communicate and giving them, I guess, giving them outs, giving them opportunities. And this is us front-loading conversation that's going to help them communicate with you when it's not necessarily their default setting to have human-to-human interaction because it's so much easier to post about it on social media rather than actually having a discussion about it. But, yeah. So I would say think, think about all these things. If you want to go back... If you have subscribed to my podcast, just go back and look at some of the other topics and see if there's one that that interests you. Maybe that that you skipped, maybe that you missed, maybe that you want to go back over. Because there's, um, I believe that there's great opportunity there. And again, if you can take away one thing from my podcast, I think that's going to be beneficial. Or at least helps you see things differently. But I, I digress. I appreciate you tuning in this, this morning. Again, super excited to, to go to Korea. But I totally want to hear your thoughts on this. When we have all those differences, what do you think are the common things that we need to do in order to help people find success? What are the common things that are there to let people communicate to focus on disagreements and how we can set up and establish a framework for them to have respectful dissent, to speak their mind without getting in trouble, to disagree appropriately and really have their message heard, to present ideas, to take care of one another, to help them take care of themselves, to let them know that, that you know, getting right with them first is a necessary step before they even think about being right for the team. All those things. So think about it. Let me know your thoughts. Hit me up. Email me. Chachi at capely.com at Chachi Pachesa on Instagram at Tim Pachesa at Twitter. Message me on the Capely Facebook page. Anything and everything. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Still rocking your weekend. And next time you'll hear from me is from Korea. Have a great day and remember to always educate anticipate and dominate. We'll talk to you soon, everybody. See ya.